Yeah, so not a technology this time. Um, something a little more, uh, yeah, some, something that we're going to argue about a bit more. Yeah. I, I mean, the sirens in the background make me think police, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think you're necessarily going to argue about that at all. What about prison? Oh, okay. Yeah, good. Yeah? Yeah, great. Okay, great, great, great. Pinging through the ether like a giant emotion. There's lotion, there's lotion. There's sometimes commotion, sometimes locomotion. Rank ideas. Take it to the bank, ideas. Welcome to I. Sorry, I was going to say the name of the podcast the wrong way around. Welcome to Rank Ideas. It's important to get it the right way around because it is a hidden pun. Really? Rank, rank. Oh. The, well, rank, the rank idea is us sitting down as arbiters <laughs> of all truth and determining what's good and what's not. Rank to some, actually to us, it's probably great. Welcome back to Ideas Ranked with me, <laughs> Nick. And I'm Chris. Uh, great to have you here with us. Um, so, uh, quick recap of our list so far, our mm-hmm. ever-expanding master list of all human ideas in order from best to worst. Mm-hmm. Um we still have few enough ideas to uh, run you through the whole list. At the top, uh, shining like a beacon, we have the idea of generosity. It's a good one. It's pretty good. Um, underneath that, we have the concept of lunch, which after much uh, wrangling uh, emotionally, uh, we rated over the idea of harnessing electricity. Mm. Um, and I feel like that idea probably has a comfortable lead on the idea of mail, which I feel is getting damned with faint praise at this point. I feel like mail's going to rally once we look at some weaker ideas down the track. Some real stinkers. Are we allowed to? Like, we're allowed to do whatever we want. Why would I say that? But once we get suggestions, I think you know, if someone's like, "Please look at," you know, I mean, because our trolling fans may be like, "Please look at fascism," and then we'll yeah. have to sit here and go through it. I um I know from some of the other rank list podcasts I'm a fan of. Um, my favorite podcast ever is called Every Story Ever, where it's just two guys ranking every comic book story together in uh, a, a list such as this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed that they have a lot of people sending in. It's a big thing for people to try and uh, get them. Well, try definitely try and get them, but also try and get a new top or a new bottom. All right. Seems to be a thing. Uh, right. We'll see. Maybe you listeners have a more sober frame of mind than this, but uh, I just want to know if this is seventy eighth or more one hundred thirty. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. So uh, we'll see. But yeah, I think um, either way, I think that mail is still has a good chance of proving itself to be in the upper fiftieth percentile over time. Yeah, I feel like, but not much higher. Not much. It higher. does feel like a pretty biddling. That's it. It was that was it was our attempt to set a to set a middle of the list. This week we're looking at prison. Mm, man, big topic. Mm. Um, Which I guess you know, there's a lot of uh, different kinds and forms, but at its essence is the idea that you have a place where you contain people for their social. They've committed some faux pas. Yeah. <laughs> Some minor, some minor. So don't oopsie. stack your cut- cutlery yes. <laughs> horizontally. Yeah, and uh, yeah, or spaghettios. You have to be exiled from society in a contained way, and then um, until it's a predetermined period. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I mean, if we were Chris, if you were going to itemize your sense of the reasons why people are judged to be imprisonable. Mm. Uh, what's, yeah, what do you think What do you think are the... How many different categories of reasons? Not not how many different crimes there are, but how many... What are the What are the two or three tentpole arguments for why you would take someone's freedom away? 
why I would do it or why, why it is why, done? Why it should be done. Why it should be done. Well, I don't think it should be done. I don't I I maybe don't either, but yeah, what do you well, think what do you time. how do, what do you think the constructed arguments are? Yeah, the constructed arguments for prison are that people um, their behavior is is dangerous to others. Yep. Uh, people need to be taught a lesson. There's a sanction, the sanction mm-hmm. element. Uh, you know, you've done something wrong and therefore you're not entitled to the same privileges as everyone else. Yep. Um, and the other big one is that you are somehow wrong. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, I guess increasingly as we know about uh, certain disorders that people have and, and, and prisons have sort of come in many forms, but there are people that are, that are deemed that they themselves are so defective that they cannot be trusted to live in society. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of forms of that. They're pretty dark to get into early, but I imagine the people who are attracted to sexually attracted to children and, and act on that, uh, yep. that's, that's deemed to be completely unacceptable. And um, those people are exiled into these prisons. Uh, people who are, um, have certain psychiatric, what are classified as psychiatric disorders, mm. they're, they're put in forms of prisons, I think is fair to say. Um, in, in that they're removed from society and, and kept, kept under surveillance. Um, and uh, and a, a less common one here... Oh, no, that's not fair to say at all. Uh, uh, people who don't deserve to be a part of your society for political reasons. So, um, yep, you know, yep. we imprison people because they don't qualify as citizens because of how they try and enter uh, Australia. That's, yep. that's, a, that's a common one. Uh, for international listeners, we have offshore prisons that we... Uh, into which we put people who seek asylum in a way that's deemed to be inappropriate, um, and uh, until they and they're sort of held stateless. Yep. Um, Do you feel like they're maybe it's, I was going to say a kind of meta after the fact construction, but maybe the maybe some maybe this was in some people's minds back uh, around you know when certain types of imprisonment were formulated. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of the very notion of imprisonment as a deterrent. Oh yeah, absolutely. Seems seems to be would punishment. Guess, it's it's a punishment, and that's yeah. Yeah, I want to avoid that. Yeah, as a way, yeah as a way. To, yeah, prisons exist as a way to stop people doing the things that would make them end up in prison. Is a is seems to be one of the arguments. I I bring that. That's probably the one that I would be most inclined to chuck in the bin at the outset, mm-hmm. or to that's the it's the one that I bump on as a thing. But it seems fairly. Uh, it's yeah. It seems to be a big part of the conversation around the topic. Yeah, a lot, I think a lot of this conversation will end up landing around, you know, what are the optimal ways to, to achieve the stated goals? And, yeah. and do they look anything like the thing. how we do yeah. Yeah, prison? And I, I, my instinct is because, I mean, you and I pr- probably have a, quite a high openness and risk appetite. And, and I imagine that pro- probably we're also, I, I, I think, sort of pretty sympathetic to the, the positions of people who are nothing like us. And so I think, yeah. I feel like both of us will be like, well, you know, th- they, don't, they don't neatly map those outcomes you know like you don't need to have those types of systems but but maybe i'm wrong well i definitely notice in terms of the times that i fail to be that like i said i think relative to the population i am as you described and then there are some times where i'm completely uh judgmental and closed off to the viewpoints of certain other people and yeah i think it, so that makes it when i put myself in that headspace of you know the, the person who um the person sitting in the room with me who i think is wearing stupid pants Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very easy for me to put myself in the mindset of, of oh no, we should, that person should be put in prison and separated <laughs> from the rest of society. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so looking at it through that lens, like yeah, just imagining that I was the sort of person who would be more instinctively into the idea of imprisonment, I think, yeah, that idea of, um, it, yeah, it feels like that idea of them having 
consciously and deliberately um, and and egregiously broken a social contract that to me is important and Mm -hmm. that there needing to be some kind of redress for that. That, yeah, the... um, Maybe we should think of big crimes that people have done and and think, you know, is is prison the right response? Maybe start lower and head high, you know? Because I guess guess the spec... Part of this will happen under the shadow of the the separate idea of capital punishment, which I feel like we should rank separately at some point. It is a different one, for sure. Um, And also I feel like the other thing it bumps up against is that, you know, which will be a fun episode is when we straight up do uh, free will. Because I feel, because I feel like that's a kind of separation out. The first thing that occurs to me in terms of what makes sense to me is a separation out of who I, th- where I'm more sympathetic to the idea of imprisoning someone versus when I'm less. Mm-hmm. That's the di- the distinction for me is between someone who has a live practice of offending against other humans. Yep. You know where where the thing that they the thing that they're doing day in day out is going to be causing harm to a level that is deemed un. un- uh, acceptable and put puts at risk the liberty of others to go about sure, their, their yeah. lives as they please. That's it. Um, and then, yeah, that to me, me personally, that's a bit more intuitive as something I can get my head around as something that might have to happen or might usefully happen or that I might go, okay, to, whereas opposed to, yeah, as opposed to the idea of someone having done something really horrible, like done something just, just done an absolutely irrevocable harm to another person, mm-hmm. which they're probably never going to repeat any aspect of. Yeah. But there being an idea that there has to be some kind of punitive action taken yep. as a, in a in a sense, basically almost the universal balance argument. The idea, the idea of justice. This is a tricky one actually because I feel like it 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 brings up a bunch of ideas that Very are separate ideas. Ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And almost the way like how high you end up rating ranking ideas, how high that we end up ranking ideas like justice. Or, Retribution. Yeah, in the list. And, I mean, I can say right now, a lot of those ideas for me, my instinct is going to be to rank them pretty low, just just around that idea of what mm-hmm. they, of how much utility they actually serve as constructions. Like the idea of, the idea of taking someone's liberty away when they're probably not going to do the bad thing again because you've, but out of an idea that the, the concept of justice or retribution suggest that you have to do something to that person. Yeah, I, I feel like there's, like, whenever there's a particularly horrible crime, mm. um, if you read the newspapers and, and the comments that, that sort of follow, the cycle of that discourse is often, you know, like you'll see the Premier of whatever state come out and say, you know, we've done X, Y, Z, because the sentiment is, this was so bad, something has to be done. Yeah. This is something, we're doing it. Yeah. And then, you know, then people, the, the argument diffuses because people fall onto like, well, this isn't enough or this is the yeah. right thing or this is the wrong thing, which is which is kind of all a bit of a circus away from the original intention of like, you know, what what, what our systems are for and, and what they're trying to incentivize and deter. And the, yeah, and the thing that never, yeah, this, sensibly the, the thing that never gets contested in that, the thing, there's never a stop where the thing that can be contested in the public sphere is should there be any, should you do anything at all? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, like, sensibly like uh if you look at something uh yeah if you look at uh the if you christchurch massacre yep, you if you look at that the christchurch yep. massacre for instance like um or you know um if you look at something where there's a little bit more distance like um the new york okay. tr- new york trade center attack yep. where you i i pick that one because at this point you can you've we've got a lot of data you could look at in terms yep. of what the 
outcomes of the things sure. that were done afterwards sure. achieved and feels like there's a lot of you could you could make a fair a fairly data driven rational argument for the idea that we would be we would have had a net positive effect if uh, we'd literally if if the world had literally done nothing in response to the World Trade Center attack. Yes, I wonder because it's it's easy to say that because it we, is easy we, to say because that, you know you and I can sit here. This life, yeah. We live this life, but even then, even if because even if we as we may have been, even if an equivalent episode happened today, yeah, and we'd be like, well, you know, the, unfortunately, the most important thing is to do nothing. That doesn't take away from the reality that people who are hurt by things and people whose uh, you know the myths that they live live off of that may be challenged or or hurt. By, by events, they we st- we all still have emotional reactions to those things, and there it's it's I think it is an intrinsic thing as as social organisms bouncing off each other to to want to see justice and retribution for things. So like the the idea if if we see um, so a, a state is a construct, right? They're they're not the gods of us, and you know mm-hmm. it's, it's an ongoing dialogue. And if we're in a state where we see that people who commit crimes that are extremely heinous to us. And they, they go unpunished, even with an explanation of some higher ideal of, um, you know, ultimately it's better to do nothing and yep. uh, this sucks, but, you know, we're going to do nothing. People still do take uh, those retribution ac- actions into their own hands. And you see you see that with, um, you know, the sort of Darren Hinch style inspired, you know, people trying to name and, and hunt down child, offen- sex, sure, yeah. child sex offenders and, you know, yeah. sort of the... Uh, what the treatment of, of them, their experience in in normal prisons is, and things and things like that, and so you can't you can't isolate that out. Like you can't pretend yeah. that that doesn't exist. That is that is a real there's no social, phenomenon. There's no social policy solution to it that's that's gonna be that's gonna apply across the board. Also, I mean, more importantly though, but maybe there is, but you have to yeah. count in that factor. Yeah, and what I mean, what you're saying resonates to me in terms of just my own venal drives, like you know, into like the. People who've been uh, lucky enough to be in long-term relationships with me know how important it is for me. If I feel that something, you know, if I feel that I've been a little bit hard done by in a situation, the thing that's way more important to me than even than apology, like apologies or um, redressing it, or or even the facts of what's going on, is just my sense of wanting the thing to be acknowledged, yeah, me, me yeah. to be acknowledged and seen. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's like I'm like comically fixated on that. Um, in terms of how it affects my emotional state long term, and or or how if I feel like, you know, if I feel like something that was a bit shit that was that happened that had that had effects on me that were a bit shit that, that if no one's no other human beings kind of put a voice to that like yeah, voice, yeah, yeah. I'll, that'll be the thing that I'll that I'll stew on you'll, until you'll, I, you'll be holding yeah, until and it's and I'll, with. and I'll have a little explosion. So I think as you say, there's just a human reality there that it's worth unpacking. That said, knowing that. Uh, knowing as we do that the human brain is a predictive machine rather than a reactive machine, even mm. when it looks like it's reacting, the idea of the ideas that we put onto that brain and how we construct how we construct those ideas are going to have a little, at least, an effect on the orders of magnitude of how we feel certain things. And so I feel like if you put, um, like all you know, as I think yeah, there's a there's the to my hunch is that the thing that's intrinsic in humans is the idea of they're having to be a response or an acknowledgement of, of what happens to us. Yeah. I, I think how much that has to be, how much we feel that as a thing that has to be retribution um, or punishment of another person is probably pretty affected by how much ideas of punishment or retribution are, are a thing that we're conditioned that are introduced into society. Yeah, sure. Cause you, you learn as a kid that, that you do the wrong thing 
prison. Yeah. And that's, that's a normalised thing. Do we have contemporary examples of societies without prisons? I feel like every time I hear about this, every time people want to sh- share stuff online to me, it's always some version of Scandinavia that feels just yeah. a little a little bit conveniently formulated. So I, the answer is I don't know. Um, I, th- I think societies are probably too large to um, have neatly solved. I feel like large scale societies, uh, it's, it's difficult to neatly have solved that yet, which is not to say, which is not to advocate for the role of the yeah. prisons existing at all. Yeah. But um, I, if I were in charge of, say, you know, the ACT tomorrow and I thought, okay, I have this philosophical position where I think that prisons, uh, you know, the, the classic arguments, you know, they, they, they do more harm than good. They get people together who have committed crimes and, and, you know, they, they disenfranchise them further or like it, despite the best efforts, they're not optimal. I still don't know how I would then like, what step would I take to, what would I replace? Sure. What would I replace them with? I guess, because I mean, yeah, if you're replacing, I guess it's the difference between replacing the current system of how prisons are po- prosecuted with just like, there are certainly countries where there are very different ways that prisons happen. Sure. I mean, America, they're sort of, they seem to be, Slave factories that yep. have, that, that are in, that are incentivized to yeah um, yeah and, um, and and then there are other you know and then there are other countries where they're yeah as probably I mean at the very least the four or five different ideas of what prisons are that we highlighted at the start there's probably countries where more or less of those ideas are employed like mm-hmm. there might be countries where my my bet would be that there are countries where there'd be less. Um, let, where there'd be less of an engagement with prisons as deterrence for ideas and maybe, yeah. maybe more of a, an engagement with the idea of prisons as just pragmatic um, hold, yeah, just holding areas for people who can't safely be um, well, kept in the general population. Well then if, if we can imagine that like there is an optimal system, you know, there is a, you know, there is a way to have a prison where people go and are perhaps, you know, uh, you, you know, many of our mental health systems are obviously extremely deficient and um if, if you can imagine that there was a place that if people have had issues that they've struggled with to the point that they've committed crimes or you know aggressive cr- crimes of aggression or um or anything that's so far out of line that that everybody sort of thinks that they have to be dealt with and isolated from society and and the prison is geared to do that it's not it's not a place where they sort of have to you know just lift weights and um, yep. think about what they've done but yep. they're actually treated for yeah there's, there's therapy for the underlying causes and, and, and treatments, et cetera. Does that make, does that push them above the line of abolition? It, it feels entirely dependent on how effective, on whether the treatments are effective or not. Like as, as whether, right. yeah, whether it's a, whether there's an actual, I mean, maybe that, that's, a, that, that sounds like I'm being really uh, pedantic, but I feel no, like it's that, important. Yeah. I feel like there's, I feel like there are plenty of my hunch is that there are plenty of prisons worldwide that present themselves as treatment centers or rehabilitative spaces. Yeah. I mean, probably most prisons, even in, even you know, like in the Western world, there's a lot of rhetoric around prisons as spaces of rehabilitation, yeah. and, and then the data suggests the opposite. Mm-hmm. So for me, the um, yeah, the idea of uh, it would live, you know, it's it's not enough to have an idea. This is one space where just having the idea isn't enough def- definitively you don't you can't just have the idea of treatment and rehabilitation you actually have to have 
um, a work practice. You have to have a, a functional practice of rehabilitation. And I mean, you, you really you get hung up on the question of like, is any version of corralling people who are sharing the same marginalized experience all in the one space going to be the most optimal rehabilitation? And but you don't space? have to have a, I guess this is bigger. I think this conversation is bigger than just a prison. It's, it's, yeah. it's imprisonment. So that yeah, you're right. You, you know, it you is have people, let's, yeah. let's, yeah, let's say imprisonment. Yeah. Okay. We're actually ranking. Okay. I think just, just to, um, take it back into the thing that I'm fixated on for a sec is yeah, like so much of this depends on the relative ranking of the idea of free will, because if you believe, mm-hmm. if you believe that there is a, like a char- like a real intrinsic character experience, you know, um, function of human beings that is that you can put a value judgment on where they are either bad enough to be in prison or not bad enough to be in prison, and that that needs to be, you know, like that something that, that people deserve. Basically, do people deserve to be punished? Is the is the idea, or are people just a connection a collection of conditioned impulses and you know can you blame people for what they do or are you just taking a are you just looking at it as a utilitarian argument for being like well if people are if if the mechanism of this particular individual human is faulty then we need to in a way that makes them commit harm to other organisms do we need to separate them from the space and if they're not then it doesn't matter what they've done there's no functional reason to separate them from the common space obviously my hunch is that the free will question is a dumb one and that it's, it's like a complex, it's not even a spectrum. It's just a complex, like this yeah. sort of my, my, my hunch is that there probably is free will and there isn't, but we'll talk to talk about that when we talk about free will more. I but look I, forward to that conversation. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know, to me, the more interesting part of idea of prisons to talk about is the idea is just zeroing right in on the idea of, okay, if there are people who are as their live experience, just harmful to others, you know, all the, at all the time, um, what do you what do you do with them? How do you place them? How do you place them in physical space? I'm beginning to think that it is essential, which is surprising to me because I would have just at a quick grab thought I'm a strong prison abolitionist. I think that they're they're not achieving their goals. I, I still think I agree that's that true. they're not achieving they're their not goals. achieving their goals and they're causing more harm than good. But if I think about somebody who's um, you know a, <laughs> conducting beh- repeated behaviour that um, takes away from the liberty of others to to happily do what they do. I guess at the most extreme example, if you think of somebody who's walking around shooting people or something like that, they've got a gun or or anything, you know, there's killing people. They have to be detained at some point. Like, you know, if you you don't stand there and watch that happen and be like, well, better get out of their way. As a society, you've got to stop this person from doing that. And in order to do that, you have to confine them in some way for some period and Mm. then have a program of, to rehabilitate that person into society or or at least to, to address address the fact that that person cannot re-enter society without some pretty strict conditions yeah. being met, as in, like, With, you know, they can't be doing this again. You can't just let... If you then just let that person out again and they do the same thing, well, you've completely failed. So I yeah. guess you do have to have some sort of um, weirdly because, mechanism. Yeah, weirdly, because for me the rehabilitation narrative is so faulty and, and bogged down and yeah, yeah, dicey. Yeah, yeah. I almost feel like the part, like the version, yeah, the weirdly, even though, yeah, instinctually, um, yes, I think instinctually prison, like the idea of prisons, my lived experience of seeing what prisons are in the world is like, they're the worst, they yeah, don't work. Yeah. 
I actually, the version of a prison I f- could instinctively get behind more is one that would have the courage of its convictions to be like, no, we don't know if we can rehabilitate people, yeah. but we're just saying that these specific people have to be separate from the population. Yeah. Like it, that argument, at least, I'd rather, ha- I'd rather the na- contend with the naked version of that argument because I feel like at the moment the prisons fail in two ways is they can find too many people who aren't a live threat to the mm-hmm. people around them in mm-hmm. a, it, at least at an order of magnitude that warrants imprisonment. And Dis- disproportionate and inappropriate yes, punishment for that's sanction. It. Yeah. And then at the same time, I think that if you're if you're accepting the argument that there are people who should be se- physically separated from the rest of society, that there are a lot of people who should fit should fit that criteria who aren't being imprisoned. Yes. You know, uh, serial spousal abusers, serial yeah. sex offenders. Yeah. Um, who are yeah who who I mean obviously it's the it's the most mundane point to possibly make about prisons is that, you know, power, people with power and influence in society don't end up in them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I, my, yeah, my intuition, which may be garbage is that, yeah, if we could get the kind of, if you could separate the character narrative or the, the, um, the, uh, guilt or justice narrative out of the concept of imprisonment a bit, like stop talking about whether people are good or good or evil enough to be yeah. in prison and talk more about what are they actually functionally doing day in and day out mm-hmm. and just have that be the sole way that people's imprisonment or not is assessed. Because um, that, 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 that uh, I guess, hypocrisy or mismapping continuously comes up when you think about, you know, all the people in the US, for example, that go to, or and in, and in Australia, they go to jail for, you know, various drug drug yeah, crimes but but the people who you know wipe out you know millions of people's retirement savings or even just take a huge chunk from it or, or you know mess with um interest rates to 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 profit and um you know make people pay more for their mortgages or whatever yeah. they're, they're sort of dull aggregated crimes that that are of a far larger magnitude and they and they, they experience often nothing and there are tricky questions as well like for instance and i mean to me obviously and this is an example to show that you you can't come up with a perfect metric that is a that can be applied. Like you can't get this right all the time. Is like, what about the person who drives, who routinely drives recklessly, drunk, mm-hmm. and never actually ends up killing anyone, but day in day out, their risk of killing someone is heightened over anybody else's, as opposed to the person who drives who uh, one one day in their life causes a vehicular manslaughter, but any other but doesn't have a pattern of behaviors across their life that would tend towards that. The scary thing is you have to have systems to deal with these issues with imperfect data. Like yep. you're just, you're just not going to know. Cause A, how do you assess that? Exactly. Possibly? Exactly. Yeah. And, and kind of until we have sort of AI overlords, you know, mm-hmm. having continuous surveillance and data of everything that we're doing. When we, we're when we rank perfect systems, when we rank the idea of AI overlords, they're going to go very high listeners just so that you know, well, that's just the anticipation of the AI overlords. Listening <laughs> to our podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Give this, us the nice hive. The, the device that we're recording this into is already more intelligent than me. So yeah. Okay. Um, so let's let's start to bring this in for a landing relative to our other points. So yeah. it's, oh, I'm a bit worried because I, I think I'd rather, and I'm I'm ashamed to admit this because mm-hmm. of everything that I say and think, but I think I would rather. I like living in a large human society. Yeah. I also like living in a small one, but I think that living in a large one overall is. I mostly cooler. Like, I mostly like living in a large one. Yeah, there's more stuff to do. Yeah. There's more interesting stuff going on, and I get to do more of what I want rather than just have to yeah. chop wood and carry water from the river or whatever. And I get the maximum amount of perspectives other than my own. Yes, 
and and there are more brains around there solving problems yeah. and etc. More people to do things for me. <laughs> yeah, which is ultimate. Yeah, yeah. To me, I'm just a guy. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> um, but I think, and I think, in order to have a society like that, you're also going to have the dark side of that, which is people who slip through various cracks of of care and and uh, accountability and and will, will inevitably you have at some point somebody committing repeated unexplainable crimes or mm. or hard, you know putting hardships upon others and i think to deal with that you do have to have some sort of system so i think i'd rather i'd rather live in a society without electricity than one without the capacity to stop people from ruining everybody's life mm-hmm. i wonder Jeez. Let me. Put, I mean, for me, it comes down to this. I am fundamentally um, comfortable with the idea of exclusive spaces. Mm-hmm. You know, not exclusionary, not like mendaciously exclusory yeah, yeah. spaces. But I'm okay with the idea of certain spaces being for certain people. Mm-hmm. You know, to keep like for as in for, you know, like that there is that there can be as there can be rules of all I really mean is there can be codes of conduct for spaces. Yeah. And if you aren't uh, fulfilling those codes of conduct, then maybe then there are other spaces you can be. And I feel like if you take that all the way to the extreme, you've got the idea that, um, <laughs> your space is restricted to three meters around you. Exactly. You that's cannot the, be trusted. That's exactly what I was going to be saying. If you, if you failed the codes of conduct for all spaces other than, uh, <laughs> than a small room where you're being supervised, um, then I I also want to set the bar that high in my version of imprisonment. Like I want there. To yes. Be, I want I want there to be, yeah. I want there to be a really astringently applied argument for why this person can't uh, be, yeah. Just just can't be included in the space. Again, in my own life, I come up with all kinds of arbitrary thin as thin as hell rules for why I exclude people from my spaces. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I would I would want someone. Uh, with a lot more generosity of assessment than me making the decision, making the decisions. And that's the real question, isn't it? Because I I mean, I feel like that's one that's going to come up in capital punishment as well. Yeah. And I think this is why a lot of things are going to make like, again, this is looming large because we're chucking it onto a list that only has four things at the moment. Yes. I think it's going to be very, I think a lot of, a lot of concepts are still going to have the, um, potential to handily vault over the top of imprisonment. At this <laughs> and, th- and thank goodness for that. Yes. <laughs> There's heaps of better stuff that we've, great. we'll come up with. I'm glad we did this though. So uh, better than, better than harnessing electricity. Um, where are we relative to lunch? I think, I think this could almost be higher for me mm-hmm. just because Lunch is a positive one where, you know, it's it's a good lunch done well. Yeah. Sublime. Yeah. Cannot be faulted. The best best of all of us. But a good lunch, you're at it. And somebody who should have gone to prison is at it and ruins it for everyone. You don't even get your lunch. Yeah. So it's kind of like a prerequisite of your <laughs> society, the capacity to determine. I guess, it's, I guess because we're interconnected, it's the capacity to determine, you know, the public space it's the public space is a referendum yeah. an ongoing like referendum yeah. between all of us to allow what can and can't happen and obviously that's hugely imbalanced and all of us hate it in lots of different ways but yeah. it sort of ha- reaches a level and i think this is an essential part of that yeah and i'm i'm quite shocked to have gotten to the end of this but glad to have done it because i think i'm gonna have to um it, yeah it wasn't one that um it wasn't one that I thought of, maybe thought about a lot as an idea in and of itself to rank. Mm-hmm. So I was very happily just finding my way through it as we ranked it. But yeah, I definitely, um, 
Yeah, I just, it reminds me what we about what we keep saying about the idea of lunch, which is that you know the yeah. the true value of lunch will be mediated in response to the other, in in uh, accord with the with the other ideas around it. So if lunch gets its ranking at its best form and not its worst, then prison should do the same. And I feel like yes. in their best form, they would look absolutely nothing like anything that yes. we have in our society at the moment, really. But I still think that's an essential idea. And so just so the listeners don't jump on that too much in the way that I would, which is to be like, well, you, you, you're, de- you're, neutering this <laughs> whole, you're neutering the whole list by just having the perfect forms of this stuff and why are you unpacking it all if you're doing it as, on its forms? To me, that's where the relative concepts, the ranking of the relative concepts that yeah. feed into it. Like, you know, if prison ranked high, like for instance, prison, prison hang, ranked high justice on, and a, retribution on a, on a list where justice and retribution are ranked low, for mm-hmm. instance, just as one thing that might have come, is... is going to be a very specific, is by definition a very specific version of imprisonment. And that's, you know, and this is why we're, this is, fundamentally this is why we're doing it as a list. Yeah. I mean, fundamentally we're doing it as a list because we think it makes a better podcast. So <laughs> add us about whether you agree about that. But yeah, part of, with in terms of uh, how how strongly each um, idea will fight its case on the list, this is, the, the it'll uh, it'll get a lot thornier the deeper we get into this um, in terms of ranking stuff against each other. And please do come and find us on Rank Ideas. We're, we're all over all the social media channels and everything. We want to hear what I your thoughts are. I love my smartphone. Are. Yeah, you love your smartphone. I'm afraid of mine. <laughs> afraid of how much I love it. Yes, yep. That's true for you, love. Um, yeah. I, I'm fascinated to hear what you think. And um, please, you know, please be considerate. Don't, don't just be like, oh, you narcs, you love prison. That's not the case. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, to me, you can be as far as I'm concerned, you can be as inconsiderate as you want. No, I'm my, sensitive, Nick. <laughs> my my ego, my ego is extremely secure. Yeah. Um. Which yeah, that's that's yeah. Oh, ego. Anyway, we, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we've got our list. That's it. Uh. So uh. So quick review. So we're slotting in imprisonment. Um. At the I need to ultimately I'll have a sheet out this in front of me for a handy reference, but we're putting it um, right under generosity mm-hmm. as the new number two above number three, which the new number three, which is lunch. Excellent. Great. Tune in next episode.